0: welcome to part two of this out of line discussion with Nikita Dragon all right so now that we've talked all about you know all of everything from being a woman to getting rid of labels to you know (laughs) getting rid of bad friends. Literally. <laughs> um, let's, you know, turn it back. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your, what was your entry point into social media and how long ago was that?
1: Yes. Yeah, so I started on, um, YouTube actually, but only as a viewer, um, since I am in generation Z, which I learned out, I learned not, I'm not a millennial generation Z. Um, I was just always constantly just being so engaged with, you know, actively just being fed all these different kinds of things you know from the cat videos early on to all the makeup (laughs) tutorials yeah I just was such a viewer and I loved it and I felt like um when I was finally of age I got on actually I think I got on Instagram first that was like my first love Instagram was like my first thing ever and I just really got on it because I had no friends I was in Virginia when all my other friends went off to college I stayed home for a year Um, Instead, trying to figure my life out because I was just like in turmoil, like with everything. I'm like, I don't even know who I want to be. And I really found my identity as, you know, Nikita Dragon online because I just would start posting photos and I really just kind of kept it as like an album almost. I really didn't think anyone would look at it. And I remember people from my high school and other stuff they'd be like why why is she doing that like who does she think she is like because i would hashtag and do all this stuff and um i'm sure they're rolling in their (laughs) rolling in their dorm room right now (laughs) as i'm speaking (laughs) but um i yeah so i started on instagram and then it naturally progressed to youtube and i was super scared to do youtube because at the time no one even knew i was trans Or even like, because early on, of course, I was like literally like a boy, you know, a little gay boy. And um, no one even had any idea. They just thought I was just this girl. And so I was so scared to get on YouTube because I was like, oh, my God, everyone's going to find out. And so when I did get on YouTube, of course, everyone found out. But it's so funny because I never even addressed it for a really, really long time in my YouTube career. Um, And I think that was like two years ago, actually, when I got here to L.A. because I never visited, never came here. And I was like, I'm just going to move to school there and just figure it all out. Moved to school here, started social media and everything kind of kicked off.
0: Wow. Yeah. So it's happened so fast. Yeah, right? So fast. When you used to watch YouTube way back in the day, did you have favorite favorite channels that you always looked up to and then you met the people in real life and were like, holy shit?
1: Yeah, no, it, that's the crazy part. I would, I again just was such an avid viewer and I would, I would meet these people like this literally, actually, the day I got here, I went, I snuck into this party. <laughs> so funny. I snuck into this party and met. Everyone there is to me like A-list celebrities, like YouTubers, everything, and it was just like so overwhelming to me, like I had never meeting anyone like me from back home, and I thought it was the hottest thing back home, of course. Like, <laughs> and um, when I met everyone, it was just so eye-opening. I was like, oh my god, you know, some people were like the way they they were perceived online, and a lot of people weren't the way that they <laughs> were perceived online. Um, so it was really, really eye-opening to me, and um, it, it's just been for real, so crazy sometimes. Actually, a lot of times, a lot of, a lot of the people who I was a viewer of and such a fan of, they're not my my best friends, which is like crazy.
0: That's so rad. Yeah, I love that. I love how um, social media can be such a like impersonal space where it's like followers and content creators, but then you can meet people and then suddenly they become your real life best friends. And mm-hmm. so I love the I love the bridge when that when it connects. Yeah, that's the good stuff. That's awesome. Um, so since you're on so many different platforms mm-hmm. and you were just saying Snapchat is still massive for you, which I'm like, I didn't even yes. know that it was still big oh for Oh my God. I
1: love Snapchat. <laughs> I literally die for Snapchat. I'm verified. Um, how to steal the dragon emoji before anyone else did. Mama dragon. That's neat. <laughs> With a you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I have such a solid love for Snapchat because those are like my die hearts. Like, yeah. And anytime I have, any, like when I post a photo, when I post a new video, I go to Snapchat to really push the engagement. And it's like always super crazy. They're your people. Mm-hmm. I
0: love that. So since you have other channels that also have massive followings, mm-hmm. what's the difference in your, in your audience? Are they all the same people just on all different channels? Or do you find that you get different engagement and like is there one of the channels that you have like haters, but none of the other ones? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what's the difference?
1: Yeah, so there I think there is a lot of difference. So like Instagram, I feel like obviously is like that's just the open ball game. Like the Instagram and YouTube is like open park. Like anyone's gonna say anything and you just don't even know. So um YouTube is definitely a somewhat dark hole because you just never know what you're gonna get in the comments. Um like Snapchat is a really great cause I know. Pretty much all the people who follow me are diehards or whatever. But then you also have the shady people who, like, are ready at any moment to, like, screenshot or to record your stuff and then post it online. So there's that scary part as well. Um, Instagram is funny because I would say about, like, a good maybe uh, 40%, 45 maybe. Don't even know I'm, like, anything but just this girl who's, like, post pictures and whatever. So I feel like Instagram is, like, a different perception of me. Like, it's more, like you know, Instagram baddie and just, like, posing and looking all crazy and amazing. YouTube, I'm p- very honest and real about, obviously. Um, and then Snapchat's, like, a whole other amount of, like, real and just, like, all sorts of crazy. And then Twitter, I feel like I'm not as – Twitter, You, it's a, it's a, it's a mix. Because, yeah. you know, at any moment, if you tweet the wrong thing, it's over. And I'm, like, not as great at comebacks. And I'm just, like, sometimes not as, like – I've always been, like, a talk-on-the-phone kind of girl. I'm not, like, a texter, so – not the best with words. I'd rather just like, you know, talk it out in person.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, yeah, I feel like there is like difference in, in audiences for sure.
0: That's so interesting. Yeah, because I have a lot of different guests on and a lot of times they have like one platform or channel that's their main audience mm-hmm. and then they have the other ones that are kind of there. Yeah. But you have so, so many different yeah, channels. Yeah, it's for and sure spread. I'm so curious to hear that they're all so different. Yeah. That's really interesting. Wow. Cool. So, I know how honest you are in mm-hmm. your online and you were saying before you you try to be like the same person, both on and offline. Mm-hmm. Do you, how much of your life is online? Like how much, how much time in a day are you offline or are there, you know, when you hang out with your friends, are you like, Hey guys, let's put our phones away. Yeah. Do you ever do anything like that? Yeah,
1: no, for sure. I mean, my friends who are also in social media, um, we, pretty much are offline when we're together the whole time. Mm. Unless there's like key specific moments, we will go online or whatever. But like most of the time just to avoid anything, we just kind of just have our own moments, play our board games, watch movies and just totally chill. Um, And also too, I found, I don't know, I'm very great about knowing when's a good time and when's a not, especially again, like those whole relationship thing is like in my mind now. Um, I feel like by putting – a relationship out there sometimes i kind of like lure people over there and like mm. okay i'm like go focus on that one i'm actually over here so um it's just all about the perception and knowing it and also knowing that other people have that sense of like knowing what they put out there too so like maybe all you see is not what's should be believed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I know I have offline moments all the time. I do say though though a lot of my life is online, which is like a good and a bad, but I'm I'm great about feeding, you know, feeding everyone, you know, just giving them the content and then being able to just have my moments and log off and just being able to chill. Yeah. That's cool.
0: Uh I have two
1: questions from what you said that yeah. came up. Uh you play board games? Yeah. My friends and I not only are so competitive, but I'm also well because I I used to be a gamer. Like I played World of Warcraft for several years until I was like in senior year of high school, and then I play Oh, we're on our addiction now. It's Super Smash Brothers and like Mario Kart and like you know actual like games like that. And like we love like just competitive games because I feel like that's why we're friends because we just get our aggression out in there and then we get all crazy. But like lately we've been we've been playing Clue and like. Um, Uno. Oh my God. Uno gets so intense. Like I actually question my friendship sometimes (laughs) when I'm like, we get really in the heat of the moment. So yeah, for sure. uh, Board games are a must. That
0: is incredible. I love that. Um, And then the other question that I was going to say is, um, you know, you have had so much of your adult, like all of your adult life has you've had the internet. You've been, you know, your generation Z. Mm -hmm. So have you ever tried to imagine what online life will be like in like 20 years oh my god and and do you think it'll
1: be the same do you think it'll be different i'm so scared for like (laughs) i feel like my biggest fear is i'm like people need to like also have other jobs i'm like there are great other jobs out there besides social media influencers are great but not everyone can be an influencer you know what i mean so um i don't know i think that it just really scares me a little bit to be honest like especially relationship wise i'm like girl anyone's just a swipe away mm-hmm. but um i feel like by having everything so online and so open and everyone's just kind of you know being immersed into different things because you literally actively see it on your feed or you're just aware it just is this like heightened reality you can be in the bum f nowhere in wisconsin not that wisconsin's random but you could just be somewhere random (laughs) in the middle of america and um you know you could you could get actively actively be fed new stuff and i feel like that's just what what is feeding this new um this new push towards just being open to everything Mm,
0: absolutely yeah what do you think would happen if you suddenly went
1: offline for a while if you were just like bye, oh my god, imagine, oh my god, okay, uh, well, it would be a little cry cry. People would definitely be worrying about me for a while, but um, you know, I think, yeah, oh my god, I can't even imagine it. Is that <laughs> so bad? I'm like, oh my god, I I, I, know, I just know people would go, especially if it was like unexpected. They'd be like, where the f have you been? Like when I um when I had gotten. One of my surgeries, literally, I was, like, gone for a minute, I remember. I was, like – And I when I even – I came back, I'd put, like, emojis over my face. And that was when you could first start tracking with emojis. So i put emojis over my face, and it would kind of move a little. And people were, like, freaking out. They're, like, where are you? Like, what the F? Like, it was almost, like, a reveal, like, when I finally came back. Um, wow. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what would happen.
0: Yeah, I don't either. I just I am mean, asking because I'm curious. I think, cur- think it would be a
1: quick moment of people, be, like, having – or whatever but I think eventually people mm. like, able to just kind of coast mm. isn't is that scary it's
0: it is it's scary. scary it's, like, it's crazy it's, it's like
1: asking like what, what would happen if you just stop working like showing up to work I'm like
0: I don't know I don't know, I don't it's, know. it's crazy and when it is such a part of our culture our yeah. world our society it freaks me out to think about like I would have probably a panic attack
1: (laughs) I would for sure but my thing is like it's great because I haven't I don't know I haven't invested my life into social media the way that some people might think I Mm -hmm. think a lot of people think that like my whole life is encompassed in social media and I'm like all crazy and like whatever but I think a lot of people um what I took from it in my generation was like okay well if I'm gonna be so obsessed and so on one with all the social media stuff Well, I'm gonna effing benefit from it. You know, like I'm not just going to be like twiddling my thumbs and scrolling through feeds all day pointlessly Mm. for no reason. I was like, I'm going to make this a business. And that's exactly what I did. So I spend my time just like someone working and, you know, do my thing. That's so smart. I love that. (laughs)
0: Um, so the, the partner that I have for this podcast Mm -hmm. is, um, cat footwear. And the reason that I work with them is because they are, they just completely empower b- being bold when wow. you when you take any risks when it comes to creativity and and with yourself. So when did you know when you were when you were kind of building your business, when you were building your empire, at what point did you know without a doubt that you were making the right choice to just like move out here to take the risk? Like you said you hadn't even come out here. No, to never to check it out. Mm-mm. So how did you know that you were doing the right thing and and how do you make decisions that are super risky like that and know you're doing the right thing?
1: Yeah, um, I think my first real moment with that was um, when I finally started documenting everything. Like my I Am Transgender video, I never had even said the word transgender out loud. Literally, ever, 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 ever. I never have even said it. And I was just like, you know what? If I say it and I just kind of like, have that moment with myself so that was like my first moment like I was saying earlier of like just really facing yourself and like having your honest and like not letting it boil up but that moment I let everything boil up um and I just was like you know what? if I post this video I have no choice but to face it so I remember I sat on that video for like months and I was like I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it and I finally was able to do it and um that was the first moment where was like oh my god like and I remember I didn't look at the comments for the longest time and then I finally looked back at it like a couple of days later and it was like nothing but positive, um, you know, love and just support and I, a different side of the internet that I didn't think that would be there. And so, you know, it would be parents that would be like, oh my God, thank you like for letting me know about this because now I can understand my child a little bit more or just different things like that. So like that was one of my bold moments for sure that my defining bold moment that I was like, oh my God, like this, I can actually, you know, I can actually do this and maybe not feel so scared to do that. Yeah.
0: It makes me so happy to hear that. People can be loving because sometimes I feel like there are so many trolls and haters a lot and, of the time and mm-hmm. and so it makes me so happy to just hear the goodness of people yeah because I want to believe that yeah, I want me too. to believe that Chastity it's there me too. <laughs> um, last two questions. Yeah. One is, what do you what do you do when you need to just chill and just love on yourself? What kind of self care
1: do you do, mm-hmm. or what 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 do you do to just self care? Ooh, I I love a good massage like I'm like oh my god like but not even like you know the frou fru like pampering whatever I'm like very like I love to get like a really like intense usually Chinese massage or Ooh. like a Thai massage and just really get everything aligned I feel like since I was I used to be an athlete like gymnastics diving cheerleading everything so I just feel like that kind of, like, realignment, in a sense. It's just like, okay, like, let me get, like, everything out. Because not only emotionally, but I feel like physically we store a lot of different things in our body. So just kind of, like, getting everything reset, like, just really is, like, the best pampering thing ever for me. Um, beyond just beauty, because I feel like I do the beauty stuff all the time. Like, whether it's, like, spa stuff or, like, face mask or whatever. Like, like over it, you know? Um, honestly, massages are, like, the best thing for me. I'm like, let me just realign my chakras. <laughs> yeah. oh moment. How often do you go? Honestly, uh, now, I, well, I used to go like every like other month or whatever. Now I've been going like at least sometimes like, once a week. Yeah. Or like once every two weeks. But one week I was going like, I went like at least twice because I was like, girl, there's a lot that needs to be pushed out. So uh-huh. Like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah.
0: And you, sometimes after a really deep tissue massage, I'm like sore afterwards. Yeah. Because like it's just my whole body feels mm-hmm. like it's been
1: beaten. I love it. That's I my detail. favorite feeling. Oh I know it sounds so bad. I'm like, yes, because I just feel like everything's reset. I'm like, yay.
0: <laughs> no, I'm with
1: you. Um now
0: this one's a little, little getting getting weird. Getting okay go ahead. So everyone's so different all over the world. We're all so different. But what is something that you believe that we all have in
1: common? Um, we all have in common. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. I think we all have in common. Um, I really do feel like there's good in everyone and especially like love. I feel like that's just like the root of everyone, whether it's like you love things that are different from what I love or whatever. I feel like there's that sense of pride in every single person, whether, um, you know, it is for the better or for the worst. I feel like everyone has that sense in them. Mm. So, I mean, I'm just a firm believer in that people are born good, you know, and maybe taught something else. But um, yeah, I, I, I do believe that I I'm, even if I'm wrong, I'm gonna continue to believe that that we do all have good intentions and love and some somewhere in us, whether whatever your intentions are. That's amazing. I like to believe that too, right? And I
0: think sometimes it can be hard, mm-hmm. especially these days. There can be some moments where I'm like, "Uh-oh, am I wrong?" Yeah. <laughs> but I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna stick with right? you. Right? It's
1: such a little PC answer. World <laughs> peace. World peace. We're all love.
0: Oh man. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Um, if anybody me. wants to check out new stuff that you're doing, what's what's new stuff that we can check out? Where do we find you? Yeah, of course.
1: Tell and us can- everything. Well, let me do my little YouTube sign up. You yeah. Can follow me on all my social media accounts at Nikita underscore Dragon or on Snapchat at Mama Dragon. It's D R A G U N. Or on my YouTube and stuff. And um yeah, I'm honestly just I take it day by day. I hate to be like, Oh, I'm doing this or I'm doing that. You know, it's just always something new with me. But I feel like with twenty eighteen I'm gonna be dabbling in a lot of new stuff that maybe people wouldn't expect from me. So fashion, maybe music or something here and there. You never know, a little pop star might come out of the womb. Ooh, can't <laughs> um, wait. Right. So um I I you know, I feel like every moment even I'm trying to keep up with my own damn self and I never do, so um it's it's a never ending adventure for me for sure. But.
0: Well, thanks for being such an open book in your in your journey and letting us all be such a part of it. It's it's very inspiring. Yes, thank you. And normally
1: I have my pink hair on. And oh, you have pink right now. We could have been twinning. I know. I'm like looking at it, I'm like, God, uh, <laughs> make me miss it.
0: You've been listening to Out of Line with Caroline Lee. Tweet me at Team Woodnote or tag me in your posts on Instagram using Out of Line Podcast and let me know what you thought of today's discussion and who you'd like to hear as a guest on Out of Line next. This episode of Out of Line was produced by me, Caroline. All sound editing, engineering, and original music composition by Jaden Lee. And a big thank you to Cat Footwear for working with Out of Line this season.